welcome back to Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery here at republicbroadcasting.org. And this is the second hour uh, on uh, January the 5th in the year of the Kingdom of Heaven on Earth, 2024. Thanks to be, thanks be to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. And uh, <clears throat> I think I still have Chance from West Virginia. Is still with us, Chance? Yes, sir. Amen, <laughs> by the way. You know, when the whole world could sit back and watch innocent women and children being slaughtered, especially Americans, right? I mean, right. what makes American people think that when, it, when their ticket is due and they're slaughtered, their wives and children are slaughtered, that the whole world will do the same thing? Just watch. That's the danger of this. Well, I was, that was what I was going to bring up first thing in this hour, and you brought it up for me. That is exactly what we should be thinking about. And already America in, in the so-called free world and the Western Christian civilization, uh, con- European countries, uh, Australia – uh, who should know these things, should have Christian principles and principles of property and uh, understanding of freedoms and liberties. But what did that vaccine program, you know, that was pushed by many of these same kinds of people. Of course, yes. And yes. They, they, put our, they put their boot on our neck and slam us to the concrete and force us to take an injection. And here we are. They talk about an attack upon the church. The, the, to make natural-born man created in the image of God a threat to society that needs multiple or endless injections and ultimately implants to verify their safety and receive their digital compliance currency uh, and terminations, I mean, did. The, the the civilized world should have said we ain't taking no vaccines. Yeah, well, and you can argue. shove it. And uh, also, they should be saying you ain't gonna drop one more bomb in Gaza. We're all just li- we're not gonna back you for ten more minutes. We're out well, of here. See, well, Ron, you know what the problem with American people is? Everybody's got to take a side. In this situation, it doesn't matter what side you're on. If you could sit back and watch innocent women and children being slaughtered, that should tell you that, hey, if they could do that to them, they'll do it to us. Well, sure. How come they they can't fathom this idea? Do they think they're special? Do American people think they're special? Well, unfortunately, the evangelical church thinks that. They think, first of all, the Jews are special. They're no damn good. And, and and they also say if we if we back Israel on everything it wants, then God will be good to us because God said uh, unto uh, who curseth ye thee uh, I will curseth, and he he that is uh, blesses you I will bless. So that's what they stand on, and that they'll do that in the face of the most uh, atrocious atrocities ever committed. Well, I mean, no it's wrong. ignorance, I'm- though. I was taken in in the 80s and in the early 90s by the Republican Party, right? Yeah. I, was, I wasn't uh, uh, back then a long time ago until I found out they're Zionists, too. They're just playing a game. Uh, uh, they're playing a game. This is a big game, both sides. That's why when people call me conservative, I get offended. 
I'm a constitutionalist, <laughs> nationalist. I ain't no damn rep- conservative Republican. This is nonsense You're, to me. Yeah, people used to do that to me too in town. They would say I'd go to some place, and they'd uh, if they had a kind of a a political conversation. They go and say, "Well, well, Ron, are you, are you Democrat or Repu- or better yet, are you conservative or, or liberal?" I said. I'm neither one. I'm an advocate of the neither principles one. of property. And they'd say, exactly. an advocate of the – they'd never heard of such a thing. Well, you know, isn't it amazing, too, how they shut the hell up when you tell them you're independent? They don't know how to respond to you. You know, <laughs> it's about time these so-called Republican conservatives, you know, woke up already. I cannot understand. I mean, you can all – anybody could be taken for a while. I mean, if your eyes don't open, I mean, I, to me, it, they're, they're useless people. And I yeah. don't fall for this Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal. This is all bullshit. It, it is, and it's so overworked. It, I mean, my eyes glaze over when I hear that, you know. I mean, I, I lose interest in the entire conversation when they say, well, those dirty liberals, well, those dirty Democrats, well, those dirty Republicans, those dirty con- – I mean, it just – the uh, argument is over. I mean, there is well, no they got argument. People, they got people in that vice, see. They, that, me, when somebody says, are you a conservative? I says, well, what do you mean by conservative? Do you mean a Zionist Republican? No. No. <laughs> That's what you call yes. conservative? No, I'm not. I yes. mean, I'm so fed up. <laughs> I People hear you. can't see this. I mean, eventually you have to wake up. And what bothers me, at the risk of repeating myself again, is if you could sit back and watch innocent women and children, I don't care from what country, get slaughtered, and you actually think that the same won't happen to you? I mean, I, I can't understand their logic. You are absolutely right. I just got through reading that in John Locke's Principles of Property. If you treat people, uh, the uh, you should expect people to treat you the way you treat them or to uh, that you allow others to be doing this like that. I mean – when you're not in, if you're not protecting your own property, uh, you should use whatever means you have to protect other people's property. You see, well, this is rule number one in my book. Yes, and Gaza, you know, they they act like this is the one uh, concept that baffles me. Is they say, you know, well, we we told them to get out of the buildings there. We told them to get out of there. We we gave them fifteen minutes, and so it's okay to flatten all their property. I'm sorry, you could. The, what made anyone think that you can flatten a country or flatten a, a, a district or a, a territory where people cannot live in it and flatten their, their work that they've been working on for 15 or 20 years and, and just say that's okay because and you didn't kill anybody. This, and it ain't okay. You can't no, reduce it ain't them. Okay. Listen to this, Ron. I saw video footage on press TV of these Israeli soldiers laughing as they're killing, going into these houses and stealing their jewelry, children's bicycles, uh, 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 walking off and laughing, carrying big person rugs that they took from these houses. And, and you know, what? I thought to myself, wow, did they do the same when the Red Sea was parted? Did they drive through in Rolls Royces and carry TVs and diamonds and... Yeah, I don't think that was the plan then. I, I, I think they were truly in trouble there. 
Well, I actually think they're truly, they're in worse trouble now than they were running from the Egyptians. Because when Christ gets back, if he was to come today, those people would be in a world of hurt. They would be in the kingdom of damnation. And, I mean, they're not going to escape this. They need to repent. This is, they're... Ron, they're there's another lose lesson it. people fail to see. If you noticed, a lot of these uh, 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 anti-Israel people marching and protesting, a lot of them are liberal, see? So you'd think people on the other side will, would put two and two together and say, hey, well, even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> yeah. We've got a point here. So yeah. what the hell am I doing? This is why I'm more embarrassed and ashamed of Republican conservatives. And Zionists. I'm more ashamed yeah. of them than I am of the liberals. Because at least the liberals I know are communists in a lot of respects, right? Right. It's, it's the ones that pretend to be my friend and pretend oh, to yeah. be on my side that anger me the most. That's right. That's right. Yeah, or how Ron, about God those in the you church? You know, I'm, yep. you know, I'm a Christian. I, I, I hesitate to ever go to church because I, I can't tell them what I think in there without everybody freaking. Well, see, so, Ron, I, don't, I wouldn't step foot in a 501c3 church anymore. I pray. I read my Bible. I have a strong faith, but I will not step. I wouldn't let my big toe cross the threshold <laughs> of a 501c3 church. Yeah. Because it's, it's I know sad. who our God is. Yeah. Well, well Ron, I, God bless you, and thank you for taking my call. Yeah, now. thanks for calling, Chance. I appreciate it, man. Okay, Bye. well, uh, he brought up the topic, and I believe it's right. What they're doing to Gaza, they will do to you. And uh, and, and we're looking we're no, we're looking at the new world order, folks. This is it. This is the new world order. This is the those that have conquered the world, the the Jewish banking cartel, the international Jewish banking cartel has conquered the world, and we're seeing the effects of it. No, nothing is big enough in the world to to tell them to stop brutalizing and destroying Gaza. They've already defeated Gaza a long time ago. Now, now it's just utter destruction. This is this is barbarism, folks, and nobody's big enough. Well, that means they've conquered it. They've already conquered it. So, listen to this silly article I'm looking at. It says, uh, where is this from? This is the Guardian. It says Israel tries to appease U.S. with proposals for Gaza as Blinken heads to Middle East. Well, I have happened to have read what Netanyahu's uh, plan was after they completely flattened Gaza. Their plan is to, uh, first of all, destroy all of Hamas so that not one of them is living. You know, and where does this idea even come about? You know, when people surrender... You, you don't you don't kill them. Uh, you, you, uh, they've surrendered. They're no longer combatants. This is not the. They don't even. They uh, target people in another country, even uh, individually, 
pinpoint them and just kill them. I mean, this this stuff is the only thing modern about any of this is the technology. This is technology in the hands of a baboon. This is this is about the 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 moral uh, the moral perception of a baboon, or or worse. I don't uh, something worse. I don't know what. But uh, anyway, this Israeli. I'm reading this article now. It says uh, Washington wants concessions from the Netanyahu administration, as critics say plans lack detail or commitment. And uh, well, first of all, let me say what those three things were that Netanyahu wanted to do uh, uh, two weeks ago. That was he wanted to completely kill every Hamas member. Number two was to completely disarm the entire Gaza area, even of small arms. So you wouldn't have a pistol. You wouldn't have anything. You'd total and complete disarmament. And then uh, only those that would do well or receive any kind of help and rebuilding and doing anything would be those that uh, have complete allegiance to the state of Israel. Well, I had just as soon have a nail driven through my forehead. I mean, this this is uh, absurditude, abject servitude. This is abject slavery. I mean, and to enslave everyone whether they participated in any kind of so-called 710 attack or not. Just subject everyone to to, uh, slavery. I mean, these these people are are missing it. how, How they think God, you know, I would actually be afraid of God at this point. Whether anybody on the earth was was strong enough to stop me, at some point I'd say, you know, what if God just stops my heart? What if God just slaps me down while I'm walking to my car or to my tank? Well, what if he jams up the barrel after I fire it? What if if he... uh, what if he jammed all all the technology at once and all of it blew up in our face? I mean, God can act in strange and weird ways. Things you wouldn't think of. You, you want to be doing what's right and what's moral and lawful. I don't. I don't think you want to stir up God where he comes down out of heaven and uh, and puts his little finger on you. Well, anyway, it says here, Israeli officials are scrambling to head off mounting frustration in Washington in the run-up to potentially difficult meeting between two top U.S. diplomat and Benjamin Netanyahu by offering a series of policy proposals on Gaza that critics say lack detail and commitment. Boy, I bet that's right. 
Okay, the U.S. has offered staunch support for Israel since the outbreak of its war with Hamas three months ago, but is anxious to secure some concessions from Netanyahu to lower regional tensions and help avert a wider conflict in the Middle East. Are you kidding me? Three months later, uh, what? Uh, what we're we're uh, we're uh, striking. America itself is striking Syria. I mean, how can we say that things hadn't spread regional already? We're, uh, and uh, what's the other one? I've, uh, I'd have to look at the map, but uh, it's already spread to some of these countries. I mean, what are we doing with that anyway? I mean, what are we over there uh, shooting for? I don't get it. Antony Blinken, the U.S. Secretary of State, arrived in Turkey on Friday to begin a week-long Middle East tour. During his upcoming visit to Israel, Blinken is expected to put pressure on Netanyahu to do more to protect civilians in Gaza. At this point in time, I mean, are they still doing this? to just indiscriminate bombing and even target bombing. Tell the people to go to a safe district, and when they get there, target the safe district. Oh, we think we saw Hamas. We thought we saw Hamas in there. I thought I saw Putty Tat. I'm sorry, you don't get to do that. You tell people to go to a certain area for protection, you don't blow that up. They don't target that. I mean, how much of this crap does a, a, the world have to take? <clears throat> well, anyway, let's see. Uh, let's see. During his upcoming visit to Israel, Blinken expecting to put pressure on Netanyahu to do more to protect civilians in Gaza, allow more aid to reach the territory, and rein in outspoken... Here, okay, we got a break coming up. Stay with us. From beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. 
Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story. It's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge. And I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit SierraMondrePreciousMetals.com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602-799-8214. Or by email at KettleMoraineLTD at Cox.net for a private consultation. Once again, our phone number 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday. Man, I like that sound. <clears throat> well, welcome back to Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery here at publicbroadcasting.org. And we're on the uh, <clears throat> second uh, segment of the second hour. Uh, and uh, I was reading from a Guardian article. And uh, it's uh, <clears throat> talking about uh, the visit of Lincoln to or the upcoming visit. And uh, to to Israel, and uh, what the problem is uh, says here. I'm reading from the article. Quote: uh, During his upcoming visit to Israel, Blinken is expected to put pressure on Netanyahu to do more to protect civilians in Gaza, 
allow more aid to reach the territory, and rein in outspoken far-right ministers who have called for the mass resettlement of Palestinians, rhetoric that the U.S. has condemned as inflammatory and irresponsible. Well, since when is is Israel known for responsibility and responsible action and and, uh, non-inflammatory speech? I mean, this place is, these people's minds are on fire. Let's see, uh, Netanyahu has also angered Washington by so far refusing to engage in any detailed planning for the government uh, governance of Gaza when Israel's military offensive ends and by rejecting the US, U.S.'s preferred options. Well, think about this. And I just, I, I think uh, a week before last, I, I read about what rights uh, a conquering nation has, uh, a, a lawfully conquered nation. I mean, a, a nation that has a, that has a lawful conquering of another, uh, they really don't get to run the nation. They don't get to take over everybody's property and take over uh, the government and create a government that, uh, to their liking and their image uh, and subjects the people to the, their superiority and all of that. that that's just not, that's not how that's done. You only, you only obtain certain rights in a lawful conquering. And uh, guess what rights an unlawful conqueror has? Zero. Yeah, none. None whatsoever. And all you do then is you uh, grant to the other, to the conquered, an eternal right to throw you off no matter what happens, to throw off the illegal unlawful conqueror well i see we have a caller from john from colorado how you doing hey mike i'm sorry to hear about your uh, health situation i hope you get better i appreciate that thank you john and um yeah happy happy new year um thank you same to you all you've been saying and what i've heard about all this stuff Israel and just what, especially that uh, for sure you brought it on about that song. This this uh, this uh, choir whoever was singing over there and uh, couldn't hard to make out what they were saying, but it's it sounds like a big production number that yeah they would do over there. Oh, it was huge. And, uh, uh, they had violins and uh, uh, bass fiddles and uh, drums and horns and saxophones and trombones and trumpets and you name it they had it and uh they had lots of it they had at least 50 drummers there uh and so they were making plenty of plenty of noise yeah yeah it's just like you, know, you want to hear that you wish would somebody or something come out and have a big uh Orchestration number to uh, for all the all the Gazans and Palestinians and you know who've been killed and murdered by Israel and all that stuff. But, you know nothing like that. You see, you come on and I think about uh, much as I have been reading the Bible for like I said this thing for 
over 17 years. I just finished starting up again. And uh, all you, you know, the first, at least in the, in the Old Testament, all the things that uh, when God created the people and you know, they, they rebelled and they didn't behave, and first thing, the flood came, wiped yep. out most of them except yep. Noah and the family, and that goes from there. And then later on, they, they rebelled. Hang on, John. Here we got to take a break. We'll be right back okay, after this. Thanks. you are tuned in to the republic broadcasting network visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. F*** you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show. Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. 
Contact Brad at 3dbunkers.com for more details or visit 3dbunkers.com. Welcome back uh, to the uh, next segment, uh, next to the last segment, uh, the second hour uh, with uh, uh, Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery. And we have John still on the line, I believe, and then we have another caller right after him. And so, uh, John, carry on. Yeah, we're just continuing on. Okay, so then uh, – Oh, John? Uh, John, can I say one thing before you get started? Uh, when when you brought, brought up the idea about the song they were playing and all of that, which I played on the air parts of it, uh, I, it, it struck me with something else, and I thought of this before, too, which I find really troubling, and I hope this wasn't the situation. But, you know, they had this, this concert going on on 710, uh, and I understand it was very close to the wall uh, uh, separating Gaza and Israel. And they called it the Supernova Supernova Concert. And wouldn't that be just uh, horrible if that was a taunting type of thing where, you know, the, the people in a prison camp are, are listening to everybody partying on the other side, party hardy. I mean – some of this is just, it's just, uh, ah, man, I hope that's not what it was either. So go ahead now that I got that off my chest. Anyway, just going, just all these generations and that, okay, they're in Egypt. They're enslaved the Egyptians. Okay, they, here comes Moses. Takes them out of the, you know, going to take you in the land of opportunity. And all in the middle of that, they have uh, some of the Israelites. They misbehave, and God, you know, opens the earth and destroys a lot of them, and they repent again, and they take him up there, and God shows Moses. Moses did something himself. They, he, he couldn't see Canaan, what the, the promised land come. He could see it from a distance, but never could get there. He dies. Right. Christians come in, and they're doing And it just generation after generation after, come up to David. They, they misbehave. God you know, smotes them, they repent, they go through again. David, Solomon, and then something happens. It's in and out, in and out for just thousands and thousands of years and generations. Finally, right, they they, they, they uh, exile the Babylon. The Babylonians, the Syrians come in, take them away, and they, um, they uh, repent again. But this time, only if some of them come back into Israel, they... 
The rest of them stay in Babylon or they go where they're, I think, became the uh, Ashkenazis and future, future generations and all that. They don't all go back in there. But then, then right after that, they start misbehaving, and then God stops speaking. And then prophet, that quits for over 400 years until John the Baptist comes and Jesus. And then they bring him in, and he's, Jesus is, you know, said, repent, you know, you evil, yeah, and even, wicked people. Yeah. Good point. Even even Jesus heard. said that uh, uh, the prophets, uh, the law, and the prophets were until John the Baptist, and uh, a- after that, uh, the kingdom of God uh, uh, is preached, and every man is presseth into it. So uh, uh, everything was was uh, uh, the prophets and the law all indicating that the kingdom of God was coming. And that was all true up until John, the, up through John the Baptist. And after that, the kingdom arrived. Je- Jesus brought the kingdom. Yeah, and then, well, then, then he's uh, challenged by the Pharisees, Sadducees, and then uh, finally he's, he's brought uh, before uh, Pilate and all that, and the, they want to say, crucify him. Even even they said crucify him. No, well we want Barabbas, the the murderer, and yeah. instead of Jesus, crucify Jesus. So they do, and he goes and sends, and and then they uh, again they're in and out with going to the uh, the. Uh, Paul well, you're right. Up until e- the even uh, even Jesus said that uh, uh, the reason that that uh, he he wept over Jerusalem. And said, that "If you only knew the peace that was upon you, and uh, and uh, what was available to you, but because because you didn't know the hour of visitation, uh, you will be circled about and not allowed to leave. And every stone will be uh, there will not be more than uh, than a stone. No, will not be a stone upon another. They were just going to lay it flat, lay the people flat, the children flat, which is what the Romans did in A.D. 70. Well, that's what so, I yeah, I was just going to say, Ron, yeah, that finally the Romans, 70 A.D., the Romans just come in, destroy the temple, level all of Jerusalem, and whoever survives, or they all died, and then, you know, so we don't know if uh, all these... Like I said, the ones that stayed in Babylon and left all parts of the world, maybe that's what they're coming back today, and they claim to be uh, descendants, which I believe they're well, not. And Yes, well, let me tell you, the, the real question about this is, is this. If the Son of God said that the reason God was going to destroy Jerusalem and essentially the, the, the Jewish society in in Israel at the time, at that time, was that they did not recognize the the hour of their visitation by Christ Jesus, the Son of God, or God in the flesh. Well, why would He restore them now when they still do not recognize God in the flesh? See, that's a. Why would God restore an unrepentant, degenerate people? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if he destroyed them because he didn't recognize Christ Jesus, how would he? Why would he restore them when they still don't know uh, and recognize Christ Jesus That's as right. the Son of God? 
I mean, that makes no sense whatsoever. Why don't they just go back and smoke everybody today, all Israel ever, like they did back then? Start all over again. But, you know, (laughs) we don't know. You're saying that might be in the plan, huh? I mean, it is. We don't know. Like I said, the hour of Christ's return could be any time, but that could be generations down the line by when we're gone. But uh, it still yeah. it can happen because it's it's a forever. But uh, yeah. one last thing, I'll, I'll just say and I'll get off. I said, okay. as far as the what's happening with the border, and that's really sad that all these you know places just just like they abandon everything. The government, you know, the administration. Why is this happening? And you know, I'm surprised. Like I said, Texas. They talked about you know these having they sent in their own you know, the. Um, National Guard just take care of it. I, I don't know what, you know, it's just sad. And it's, you know, you wonder yeah. what to do. Well, uh, I, I think it's, I think it would be ridiculous or, or it'd be uh, short-sighted for us not to view this just as it is. What is wrong with a country that, that can't close its own border? Yet we go, we send yeah. an armada. Uh, and uh, the most powerful armada in the world to to the Middle East, but we can't close a little old rinky dinky thing between the United States and Mexico. I mean, give us a break! How stupid do you think we are? I mean, this is this this means we don't have a country. We're just the we're the military arm of Israel, and and right. nothing else. Well, I just don't want to think if something finally comes at the end that people are fed up. But, you know, how far do we go this far? But they finally just, they've got nothing to lose. Let's just, you know, start a second revolution again and just go from there. Can't think well, about it. Well, you know, if we, if, we had, if we literally had lawful government, that, that border would have been closed a long time ago. And, and uh, or, or at least regulated where they didn't have this you know, uh, thousands of people coming up there every day. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's hard to say what anybody could do now. I mean, what is even, a, what is the world even capable of doing now? I think it's, it's, it's sure looking fruitful for the return of Christ because it seems like the nations are crippled. The, 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 we have been crippled and, and, uh, taken over by a really demonic force. Well, John, I, I got to thank you for calling and and uh, Take care of thank you for Ron. that. Okay, man. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Yeah, happy New Year to you. Yeah. All right, Roger from Ohio. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. I thought I'd give you a call, let you know that four years ago, I had four stents put in my heart. So, welcome to the club. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad to be a member. Still here, yes, yes. So you well, had four. You had four of them. Four. Yeah, I was at the, the hospital. They had rehab where they put a heart monitor. You walk around, they monitor your heart. This guy goes, "Hey, hey, how many stents they putting you?" I said, "Well, <laughs> I got four. He says, "There's some guys that eight, ten, even twelve stents." Said, You're Get kidding. out of here. Are you serious? That's what he told me. Oh, Every no Every time there way. was a blockage, you just stuck another stent in there. 
Oh, man, I can't believe it. I hope I'm not looking at all that. <laughs> so the one advice I can give you, the next time they do it, they could have done both of them at the same time. But, you know, there's a little money involved in it, so I have the poor guy come back, right? Anyway, well, well, did you he, actually have a heart attack at the same time? No, I was having a Jenna. Uh, you know, had that pressure on your chest when you walked. You know, yeah. you felt like someone was. And uh, I went to two other doctors, and they didn't do nah, 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 nah. So I went to the third doctor, and I said, hey, I've already been to two. He said, well, I'll fix you. So he did. <laughs> well, I'm, so, I, uh, I, was, I was stupid. I, I just tried to put it off and. You know, thought I was just getting tired and all that. And uh, this had kind of been coming on for a while, over about a week and a half or so. <clears throat> and and finally, I, I couldn't couldn't hardly get my breath anymore. And I had to have a guy drive me to the hospital. And then the, the, their heart their heart uh, unit was out, so they had to send me to a, another town. And uh, so anyway, it was kind of crazy. So that's not the way to get a stent. You don't want to have a heart attack uh, before you get a stent. And they found uh, they put a stent in the artery that was 100% blocked. And they said, I have another one that's 85% blocked. And they're going to have to put one in there uh, in the next couple of weeks. Well, just to like at least three days before you have it done, don't be taking any kind of blood thinners, any kind. All I'm doing is taking the stuff they told me to take. You know, that's all well, I'm doing. <laughs> they, always, they always give you blood thinners. I'm still on blood thinners. So they'll oh, give yeah. you an aspirin and all that other stuff. But three days before you have it done, because I told the doctor that did the heart, I said, my real problem is my legs, you know, my vascular and my legs. Oh, uh-huh. I can do that, he said. The guy's a real quack. So uh, when it came out, in the the left leg was no problem. The right leg, when they pulled it out, it didn't. It wouldn't stop bleeding. I ended up in intensive care unit for two days. Almost oh, had to have man. blood transfusion. So <clears throat> just kind of watch out. Yeah. Well, f- anyway, thanks for the warning. The- thanks for the warning, <laughs> Roger. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, well, with the with the refugees or the migrants or immigrants or whatever you want to call them, uh, there's a guy named Bald and Bald and Bankrupt. He's a guy from England that does travel. And about a month ago, he he traveled up through the Darien Gap or Street, whatever you want to call it, from uh, from Colombia up to Panama, and he uh-huh. records it all going through. He was with the immigrants walking through the next to the river. And he had this other guy from Greece with him that could could uh, speak English and Spanish real good, and they recorded all. And then he recorded going up to uh, through Mexico too, riding a train called the Beast. And uh, who's paying for all this? Who's pa- are these are these just big long vacations that end in America? No, this guy's very popular travel guy. He had like three million hits on it or more. Good grief. So, so he's That's he's very popular. So, but it's very interesting, you know. They 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 showed it like before they went walked through the jungle there, and they show him sneaking, getting cross, you know, doing all this stuff. It was very interesting, very very fun to see. So, uh, yeah. And another one, one good thing I saw I just watched was Mark Dice today. Start at number eight, uh, eight minutes, and he talks about about the chosen people and all that stuff. 
Uh huh. So it was very okay. good. At eight, you'll catch a dead end of our, that we owe $34 trillion in debt. 101,000 per citizen, 264,000 per taxpayer are in debt. So he shows that. Then right after that, he talks about, you know, about the Bible. He even shows a a picture of the Bible. Who's this guy again? Who's this guy? Mark Dice. Mark Dice? Dice. D-I-C-E. He's very popular on YouTube, too. Okay, cool. Thanks for the tip. Maybe maybe your producer can play Booker Booker T and the MGs. Time is tight. Uh Time is tight by Booker T and the MGs. Oh, yeah. That's that's a great group. That's a great group. Okay. That's a real good song. Yes, I, Uh, I hear you. I hear you. Thank you, Roger. Appreciate it. All right. Well, you, well, you have a. I donated last Sunday. I Did finally, you? I finally donated with the two hundred fifty and with the credit card. Had to pay Man. almost another eight dollars for processing fees. So I figure um, yes. I can I can call you guys ten times. So <laughs> I think you're my third time. So I got seven calls left. Wow! Fantastic, Roger. Thanks <laughs> a bunch, man. Okay. So, <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good day. Nice talking to you. All right. You You have a good day. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, Kathleen, stay tuned. We got to take a break, and you'll be on for the last segment. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. 
Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. short uh kathleen from texas how are you doing you there kathleen i can you uh i can barely hear you huh well there you go see. i can hear you good now i had my own sound down maybe that might have been it go ahead uh, is this better yes it's very good okay um so I guess you didn't hear what I said before because I heard the uh, advertisement come on. Um, oh, okay. I'm I'm glad it it uh, wasn't your time. Uh, yeah, we've well, all heard you. the. We all come with an expiration date. I'm glad it wasn't yours. Well, thank and, you. Uh, and then also, you could be doing everything perfectly, and uh, be hit by a bus. So yes, yeah. that is a fact. That's yeah. a fact. And the reason I called is that uh, there's this, uh, I would recommend um, Dr. Joel Wallach. Have you ever heard of him? I have. Oh, okay, great. Uh, It's criticalhealthnews.com, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. I'm low-tech. I have a landline, no Internet, no TV, you know, but but I used (laughs) to be able to listen to his call-in show. Yes. And, oh, he's a veterinarian and a naturopathic physician. Yes. And he says, I treat them like dogs, but they all get well. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he's, but, but so you've heard of him, but he, he really, uh, I've never bought any of his products, but his adver- his uh, research is wonderful. And, yes. um, and so you can just adapt what he has learned. Uh, 
I know Dr. Jennifer Daniels, who used to be on RBN, uh, instead of paying hundreds of dollars for these capsules, uh, she told, she'd say, just buy, um, uh, just buy, uh, beef, uh, gelatin powder, a canister, uh-huh. four pound canister will last you three months, cost you $40. Wow, you know, that's great. So, yeah. So, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, he really um, uh, is, is. So, so have you listened to him? Uh, not, not really. I've looked him up a little bit and looked online uh, for for his stuff. Uh, I have a very good friend that's uh, a, a big into that. He uh, he goes to their. They they also hold a. Uh, uh, kind of like a Zoom meeting too, uh, and I'm I'm invited to almost every one of those Zoom meetings. I haven't gone to a Zoom meeting, but uh, with him, but uh, they I do get a word all the time. Uh, so I, I'm a, aware of the availability of his thing. Yes, I, I, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm Kathleen. Not... That's the end of our show. Oh, sorry. Okay, glad <laughs> okay. you're alive. Call again soon. Okay, bye bye. See you, everybody. Thank you very much. We'll see you a week after next. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.